0: Welcome to another exciting episode of ACW Beyond the Yard. I am your host, the doctor of backyard wrestling, Derek Destroyer. And today, this very episode will be a different episode that you had never seen before. Because we have a guest that I thought we all believe we will never, ever see. This guest has held an EBW champion eight times. He is the current extreme champion. He was, in fact, the former MEBW All-American champion. And he also owns his own podcast called Ranting with Roman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the great Maximus Roman.
1: What's up? Nice to be here.
0: Oh my God, I can't believe you're in this episode, this this show. I just want to say thank you, Max, for being on the show. No problem, man. Because on the other episode between... Matt Thunder, I told him if Maximus Roman is on the show, I would shit my pants. By
1: God, my pants has already been shit. I know. I I heard what you said, and I was like, well, I guess if the kid's going to shit his pants if I go on it, I better do it. (laughs) Looks like this is going to be
0: a slobber knocker.
1: (laughs) So how how you been, Max? I've been fine. I've been keeping busy with this whole thing that's going on in the world right now. Started my own podcast, started my own Twitter. That's pretty uh, cool connecting with the fans so that uh, they can right. stay entertained through this time
0: exactly i enjoyed your first episode with matt thunder it was pretty good
1: thank you man i mean i really honestly don't know what i'm doing right. <laughs> i just kind of winged it and uh, i think it turned out pretty well
0: that was pretty good hopefully someday i could be featured in, in your show oh That'd yeah be pretty good. for sure
1: for sure you, you definitely can that would be
0: cool derek and roman the talk show or something like that That would be cool
1: yeah it would be the opposite of what we're doing right now exactly
0: just vice versa
1: just today you're asking me the questions
0: right all right max are you ready to dive in
1: yeah i'm ready when you are
0: all right here we go what got you into wrestling
1: um so it's a funny story i remember i think it was 2008 i was in my room with with my dad and i was I don't know how old would that make me so I was like what, eight years old, seven years old. Okay. And I was flipping through channels and I wound up on Friday night SmackDown and I oh, remember nice. seeing somebody take a chair shot straight to the head and I was like, Oh, this is too violent for me, this is too violent for me <laughs> But then the next Friday after that I was like, Wait, but I'm kinda interested to see like what that's all about. So then I just okay. watched from there and funny story, I had no clue that there was any other wrestling than WWE. SmackDown. I didn't know Raw was a thing. I didn't know that pay-per-views were a thing. So, like, they would be advertising a match for Raw, right? And Mm -hmm. I would have no clue. I would be expecting to see it on SmackDown. Okay. Right, so I thought that was funny. But the actual match that got me into wrestling was definitely WrestleMania 25, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker.
0: I love that WrestleMania.
1: That was a great WrestleMania. That's the match that did it. Nice.
0: I mean, like, that match was so good, they had to have a rematch next WrestleMania.
1: And that's what really put the streak over. I mean, once he beat Shawn Michael, Michael's career, I mean, that's what made the streak what it was, basically. To me, at least. To me, at least. Mm -hmm. That's pretty
0: crazy, because, like, a lot of people say they've been a big wrestling fan, or, like, they've been into wrestling, like, like a few years ago, you know? But it's at least I heard a pretty interesting from you, which was pretty good.
1: My whole life, as long as I can remember, I've been a wrestling fan. Nice. So, yeah, the opposite of Thunder, who said he got into wrestling when he was, like, what What do you say? Like, 14 or something like yeah. that? Yeah, Yeah, I'm, I'm the opposite. I mean, as long as I can remember.
0: Mm-hmm. Because I started liking wrestling at a really, really young age. And, like, did you? back then, like, yeah. Because, like, like, I used to be violent when I was little. Like, oh my God. I remember one time it was at my cousin's house. And like, I was jealous because he got all the presents that he wanted. Some of the stuff that he got was from me because I told him, hey, you know, it'd be really cool. If, if we got this, we could play it. And when he got the presents, he wouldn't even share it with me. Mostly just store it. And one time I got real pissed and I kicked his ass and there was blood all over the cake. And yeah, that oh, was geez. old me. Right. Blood and all. Right. All of that was from wrestling because you know how violent wrestling was back then. No, I know. But now they have Tony it a bit. But you know, you can't keep them PG for too Not long. Yeah, especially with AEW. Exactly. They're bringing back professional wrestling, which I which I like because AEW like does things way better than WWE. No offense.
1: Oh, for sure. I'm wearing the shirt right now.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Hmm. What would you say is your favorite Backyard Federation to watch?
1: So, right now, the only thing I really watch is EBW or MEBW because I don't really have the time for anything else. But, I mean, I always watch, like, matches. But, but, like, MEBW, just because it's always in my feed, because they upload almost three times a week, and because they're all my best friends. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: So yeah, that and when I when I first started watching backyard wrestling, it was KBW. I love those guys, KBW. Yeah, definitely.
0: I just wish those guys were still around. Just think about the crossovers we could have had.
1: Yeah, they're but the they're older and they're doing uh, they're doing their own thing. Especially Cage, she's yeah. a uh, pro now, pretty good.
0: Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. All right, Max, who would you say is the best backyard wrestler of all time besides Matt Thunder?
1: Matt Demarest. Mm. Definitely. And um, that, I mean, when you search up backyard wrestling, highlights of that mm-hmm. guy pop up. So like, I'm trying to fix that. I'm trying to make Maximus Roman pop up when you search backyard wrestling. So then people can right. remember my name, just how Matt Demarest's name is remembered even more than 10 years since he actually competed okay so yeah that's that's who i would say just because i feel like everybody knows his name no matter who you are
0: mhm and would you say that you're the top best back wrestlers of all time especially in this era
1: i mean <laughs> i mean that's hard for me to to say for myself i mean what would you say to that question
0: well i would say yeah cuz like you're like, you're an amazing athlete, like a great performer.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. But uh yeah, I, I just didn't want to say it myself because I don't want to sound too full of myself. But right I mean, honestly, who who has been doing this for as long as I've been doing it for as consistently as I've been doing it? Please, please tell uh-huh. me because it's not Matt Thunder. Right. Because Matt Thunder didn't start in 2014 when he was 11 years old. I did. And I've been uploading weekly content weekly since 2014 tally that up that adds up to six years on YouTube altogether I've basically grown up on this product this on this platform since my first year in middle school I've been doing this and now I'm a senior in high school ready to graduate so if that can put into perspective how long I've been doing this it just it, it it isn't you know nobody can compare to that right now
0: right Well, I'm not trying to like top you off or anything. I'm not saying, yeah. Yeah, like, because we, ACW, like, we started, like, in middle school as well. Like, when we started, like, everybody used to laugh at us and all that. Like, look at these kids. They're just wrestling in the yards. Right. Same with me. Now, yeah. Because, like, I don't get why people, like, make fun of the stuff we do. Like, okay, we wrestle in our yards and all that. At least we have fun while doing
1: it. We meet new people. They don't, they don't, uh, they don't understand, man. They just don't get what we do. They don't understand. exactly.
0: Like, it's not my fault I don't watch football, also known as a sports ball.
1: Right. There's no better way I can describe it than the way Tommy Gunn did at Worlds Collide 3. At the end of me and Matt Thunders' match, he gave a great speech that I don't think will ever be topped, at least on the EBW channel, where he said, mm-hmm. we use our bodies. We're, we're a bunch of people that come together and create friendships and use our bodies to tell amazing stories. And I thought that was a great way of putting it.
0: Because, like, if you think about it, like, backyard wrestling is a sport that doesn't have off-season.
1: Right. No off-season. Professional wrestling is a sport that has no off-season. True. Yeah, and nobody respects professional wrestling as they should.
0: Right, like, they talk about bad crap, but, like, they're risking the bodies, one, so they can entertain the fans, and two, you know. For the sport.
1: Exactly. Well, this can it can mostly be blamed on WWE and all the funny stuff like they do, like Santino Morella and stuff that's easy to right. be made fun of, you know. If if they took a more sports approach like AEW, maybe we wouldn't be dealing with all these people saying that it's such a joke.
0: Exactly. Like I love WWE from like the bottom of my heart, but like there's some things that just pisses me off. Agreed. Like Sure, they might have had some terrible booking, especially back then when with Vince Russo, which ruined WCW. I love WCW. even though I never grew up watching it, like there was like some good content.
1: Yeah. But uh WCW was just a bunch of WWE like spin-offs and that's why AEW right. is much better because it's like new people from the indies.
0: Right, and they I I heard that AEW learned from WCW's mistake
1: oh you could definitely tell
0: like the improvements and all that sure they might use old talent but like those old talents in wrestling they're just there for you know for story
1: right but they actually like they actually use those talents in a good way as wd would just send them out there to get squashed
0: yeah especially if it's new talent like you know they put as a jobber like I think it's um, with Ricochet. He, he works main event now. That's that's a joke, man. Finn Balor, he used to be Universal Champion, but now he went back to NXT. It's not bad, but, I mean, he was good in the main roster at the early.
1: Misused. Right. Yeah, they should just let Maximus Roman book, just like how he books EBW.
0: Right, just think about the good content we could have had
1: i would do a better job
0: right if you will make maximus roman book wwe for a month the ratings will be so high that you <laughs> might have to keep maximus roman forever
1: right right but i'm not sure how much of my stuff would even stay because i i know vince likes to change the stuff on people
0: yeah he likes to change it then once he has a good idea, which is, nah, he'll be like, oh, that's some such as good shit or whatever, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But I heard that AEW doesn't have a lot of bookers, right? Or not bookers at all?
1: Um, The wrestlers are the bookers is the gimmick that they're throwing oh, okay. on. Okay.
0: Uh-huh. Which is pretty good because, you know, they could tell their story. Because, like, in WWE, like, someone's telling the story. Not the wrestlers. Someone.
1: Oh, oh Vince, exactly. you know? Well, it's a good example. In, in EBW, I like to let the guys do whatever they want, but I send them in there with a good idea of what they should do, and then they can mm-hmm. play their own music when they're back there doing their thing to tell their own story. Like like Damien Van Diemen, for example, uh, he's a big car guy, right? And now you see him entering in cars in almost every episode. That's his thing, and that's what he wanted nice. to do, and now I think we got it over, so fans can expect to see Damien in a new car like every time he shows up
0: nice right yeah anyways max what would you say was the worst injury you ever had while wrestling
1: I can be lucky to say that I haven't really been injured I just got a few uh, um a few little minor things this? that no okay. not well more than that so I'm, I'll, st- I'll list them I'll list some for you so all right go ahead Back when we first started using ladders in 2014, we had a ladder match for the world title. And I remember the ladder was on its side because it was standing, but then landed on its side, right? So imagine a ladder on its side okay. still opened. So there was okay, a, okay. an opponent on the other side. So I tried to jump off of the ladder while it was on its side, but the ladder obviously wasn't sturdy because it was on its side. So then the ladder it like I, I jumped off the one side of it so then the other side since it was folded open if that makes any sense the other one hit me in the knee as i springboarded off of the other side if that makes any sense Uh uh-huh
0: and that's on youtube right
1: i know no because if i don't know if you know but my the old ebw channel was oh yeah the
0: old content yeah okay yeah i remember yeah so
1: half of my whole career is not on youtube damn yeah so anyway yeah that's terrible and So there was that injury, which wasn't bad. I I think I just hyperextended my knee. It just hurt Mm -hmm. for like a week. I iced it every day. And then, um, let's think. I know most recently in the Bloodthirsty 2020 match, you saw that, right?
0: Yeah, I saw it. It was a good
1: match. Executioner uh, kneed me straight in the face and chipped my tooth. Damn. Yeah, I was. And then that was at the end. That was at the finish. You know, the finish was a, German Suplex, Dragon Suplex, Discus Max Factor through the table. Uh-huh. Well, you could see how pissed I get right after I, I stand up because he kneed me in the face, chipped my tooth, and then I spit out half of my tooth. And then I was like, oh, hmm. you're dead. So I German Suplexed him, and then I, boom, Max Factor through the table. So I guess you can call that an right. injury. Just chipped my tooth. And then... I, there was a kayfabe storyline where I broke my arm in EBW. I don't know if you ever saw that, but I had a match in a cast, right? And that was supposed to be because Logan Cross broke my arm, but that was, I actually broke my wrist snowboarding, but then I just decided to do a match in my cast, which I definitely shouldn't have done. So I had a full on wrestling match with a broken wrist. Damn. Yeah. So, I mean, that wasn't an injury while wrestling. But I was injured while I was wrestling. I was just crazy enough because I wanted to wrestle in a cast. Nice. So, yeah, besides that, I mean, that's the only injuries I can think of. Unless I'm missing some, which I definitely am. Something else definitely happened. Oh, I, I heard remember... my wrist doing a backflip off of a wall one time. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. Oh, I just can't. Because you heard about my injury, right? Nah, uh, remind me. All right. Well, this was supposed to air on JNA. You know JNA Wrestling? Yep. Well, I was having a match with Jake Frost, and too bad it, it would never air because of my injury. Yep. Anyways, man, we were just like seven minutes in the match. Like, me and Jake were going at it. There's a one point where Jake has me in an arm bar, and like, I, I was supposed to pin him, but like, I had an idea. What if I. Deathlift powerbomb. And like, I have managed to to do that before in ACW with my friend Sean Double Michael. He's like, what, 172 pounds, if I'm correct? Jake is like 180. And I didn't know because he looked a bit light. Anyways, when I tried to deathlift him, I was halfway and I was kind of falling off balance. So I tried to use my left foot for some leverage or grip. And the moment I step on the mattress, not a mattress, but the mat on the trampoline, it just dislocates and I just go crashing down.
1: You dislocated your knee. Yeah. Wow.
0: I know. Luckily, like, thank God, I didn't need any surgery whatsoever. Yeah, you're lucky. I was just nasty. You're just lucky, think man. If I tore my ACL, like surgery, one break, I could have had. Yeah, you'd need surgery. Right. But yeah, that was the worst injury I ever had in wrestling. Because one time, me and Michael, we were like having a dark match. And he gave me his German suplex, and he lifted me up so high with so much strength that I went flying, and my left eyebrow hit the the metal of the trampoline.
1: Busted, Jobin? And almost,
0: yeah, I almost lost my eye.
1: Did you?
0: Yeah, like it was like what three centimeters off the eye. You're lucky. I know. Just imagine Derek Destroy walking around with one eye. I could have a pirate gimmick.
1: R. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that that was my injury that I had in back at
1: wrestling. Yeah, I can't say I've uh, been injured like that, thank god. Mhm.
0: I mean, like no one wants to get injured.
1: Yeah, I mean, we keep it kind of safe at EBW, but Right. But not too safe. I mean, if you saw that bloodthirsty match, you know that <laughs> it was pretty risky. Right.
0: I mean, you know what they say? Sacrifice, victory cannot be achieved without sacrifice. Great quote. It is. Anyways, Max, what would you say would be a dream match in the yards?
1: A dream match in the yard. Let's see. Maximus Roman versus Cameron Jackson is a pretty good dream match.
0: That would be a pretty good match to see.
1: And it's pretty realistic. I know, mm-hmm. he's, I know he's heard of me because when I versus Victor Van Pelt, I know he's good friends with Cameron Jackson. And he, I know Victor Van Pelt told me that he heard about me. So you never know what's going to happen. Maybe uh, he'll man up and face me.
0: I would love to see that.
1: Yeah, that match or Maximus Roman versus Matt Demarest,
0: which is also, that also realistic. That is also a good match. I, I would had love a, to see.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to say anything else, uh, but it could be realistic. Hmm.
0: I don't know if this could still work because of the virus going around, but what was your original plans for 2020?
1: Um, so we still have our 2020 plans intact, but we had some plans that came about like a month ago that have been derailed that I can't say because, They'll just be rescheduled and I don't want to spoil anything because if anybody watches EBW, it might happen down the road. Right. But let's just say it had something to do with blood, sweat, and tears, our biggest show. Okay. It just had to be rebooked. But it's good because what storyline we have going on right now, if you watch EBW is going to play out really well. Hmm. So I can't really speak too much on that, but just know we had something planned and it's going to, it's going to be rescheduled, and it's still going to go up on the channel, and everybody's going to love it.
0: That's good to hear.
1: I'm just glad, like, some
0: people have, like, they're still working on their plans, their original plans. They just have to work around it a bit, but they're still going to try to pull it off, you know?
1: Yeah, we, we still have our real our real plans going. Nice. Just except for the one storyline that I wanted to do. We're just going to have to do okay. it later later on in the year. All right.
0: What's your thoughts on M E B W? BW?
1: I uh, respect the hell out of them. I know how hard Zach works, which for you, if you don't know, Zach is Matt Thunder. Yeah, I know, yeah, how I know hard, that, dude. Yep. Zach is uh, one of my best friends and he deserves everything. The way that he, he edits, the way that he books, the way that he wrestles. It's, it's great. Mm-hmm. He's like a one man show. Right. Almost like myself. But, uh, yeah, and, and their roster is just filled with guys that can go. Uh, I don't know if you saw when I went over there to wrestle, but... Yeah, I've I seen
0: a I seen couple of your matches.
1: I wrestled their whole roster in 24 hours, and they were all giving me hell, which is good. They, I mean, they should. They shouldn't pass up the opportunity to have a match with me. And none of them did. They all seized the moment. Okay. So I have the highest respect for MEBW, especially the quality nice. of show that they put on weekly.
0: Right, because they produce three times a week, if I'm
1: correct? Yeah, three times, but the third is the pay-per-view, so they don't have pay-per-views every week. Okay, so it's two times, okay. Yeah, Onslaught and Assault. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I mean, I would say that, uh, not that I'm on their their product now, but I would say that I'm an MEBW guy just as much as I'm an EBW guy.
0: Would you say you're a part-timer for MEBW?
1: I guess you could say I'm a part-timer for MEBW, it's... If uh, if they live closer I would be full time for MEBW and EBW if I could do that but nice part time just because of the distance they're in Michigan on right. New Jersey it's hard to do but uh how far I- is that a couple like what I don't know we we put it in the world's collide it's like a couple hundred miles I don't know
0: but, oh, okay uh,
1: it's it's a good plane ride a good hour hour or two plane ride oh nice yeah
0: how did you fail on your first ever
1: crossover? So the first ever crossover was me versus Matt Thunder worlds collide one. I don't know. I'd, I really had enough. I had no prior knowledge because I never did another crossover. So mm-hmm. I just went into it thinking it was just another match because I've been wrestling for years. So I didn't really get too scared about it, but I went into it, uh, knowing I had to put my best foot forward and, uh, I just put my best performance out, and I think I gave that. Nice. Yeah.
0: Would you say that match... I mean, would you say Matt Thunder versus Maximus Roman Feud was like, what, the backyard wrestling version of Stone Cold versus Rock?
1: You could say that. I mean, what other... What other rivalry is like that? AK-47 versus Cage? Right. Like, I don't know. I feel like other backyarders... They don't really tell story like MEBW and EBW does. Like, we mm-hmm. have a, a continuous, um, what can I say, a mythology almost, a, you know, okay. like a complete storyline. Like, if you watch my character from 2014 to now, there's definitely a progression, and it's definitely the same guy. I feel like some guys mm-hmm. just go out there just to wrestle a match. as right, like- we, we go out there to tell a story. That's our main thing. Obviously, the performance is, is you know, up there, too. But we really want to tell stories with EBW, just like we do in the movies. Like, what other wrestling fed makes movies like we do?
0: Uh, <laughs> I was going to say something, but no, you go right ahead, right? You're right.
1: Exactly. So uh, I think EBW is different in the sense of we're not traditional backyard wrestling, you know, jumping off of roofs doing a swanton off of a shed, going through a flaming table with tacks underneath that, and then light tubes, you know, right. barbed wire, you name it. It's That's just not what we're about. Sure, we can put on a match like that, as I've done in the past at multiple bloodthirsties, but what's the fun in killing ourselves with thumbtacks and barbed wire and light tubes? That's not going to preserve my body for when I go pro. That's not going exactly. to really bring an audience because some people don't like the gore. You know, it, it, That's just really narrow-minded, and I try and avoid mm-hmm. that. It, that only really caters to a certain audience, and it's a very slim audience. Now, I would okay. love to reach that audience, which I try to do in these bloodthirsty matches, in these Extreme Rules matches. But I also right. want to reach a wider audience to where I can give them a story and they can sink their teeth into the story for a number of months on the EBW channel and be entertained every Friday. Okay. So,
0: yeah, that's, that's yeah, my I hear, MO. I hear you because, like, you're right. Like, back then, like, when, when Backyard Wrestling was, like, brand new, like, it was, like, hardcore to hell, you know? Like, it was extreme.
1: Right, yeah, it, That's that's all it was. It was... All bark, no bite. They could do the performance, but uh, there was really little to no story. Now I'm not, I'm not burying those guys. They they put out tremendous sacrifice, but I just think <clears throat> wrestling is a lot more than just two guys out there punching the shit out of each other and beating the hell out of each other. It's, it's supposed right. to be a story, and I think I acquired this thought process because I got onto wrestling. Watching Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. Like I said earlier, that is one of the greatest storytelling storylines in wrestling history. Not only do they tell the story with their words, but without any words. If you watch the match, you can see how hard Shawn is trying to win, beat the streak, and how much Undertaker wants to end the career of Shawn Michaels. Right. So it's wrestling means a lot to me. And I hate when people just like to go out there and beat the shit out of each other and call that wrestling.
0: Right, because like, if you think about it, wrestling is storytelling, a bit of Shakespeare, you might say.
1: That's exactly what it is.
0: I swear, if Shakespeare was still alive, he would have been telling wrestling stories.
1: He would have been a professional wrestler.
0: Right. Just think of all the stories, the matches, the performance you could have had.
1: Exactly, man. That's why it's the most unique thing on this planet Earth.
0: Right. Like back then, like like just like how you said earlier, like back back then, backyard wrestling was violent, but like since the creation of YouTube, like many channels have like risen the population, like k b w for example, like they made backyard wrestling how it is today
1: exactly yeah, that's we are the ones out.
0: that are carrying that on
1: agreed, but i'm starting i I have a certain way of thinking that it's it's just it's called YouTube wrestling nowadays. It's YouTube wrestling because we can do things that those guys in 2001, 2002 and the 1990s couldn't do where we can upload vignettes like little things. We can use social media to hint at things. We can use our platforms across all social medias to tell our stories and put out a a quality of content that they couldn't do. That's why I, okay. I like the term backyard wrestling, but I feel as though the term backyard wrestling is outdated. Right. Because you see guys doing this shit in a, in a basement. Like EBW mm-hmm. did it in the basement when we had bad snowstorms and shit like right. that. And people like to say that we're unprofessional and that it was childish, which... I agree with, I mean, if I saw a bunch of kids wrestling in a basement on a carpet, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really like that. But let me tell you right now, my basement is not padded at all. That's like concrete underneath the carpet. So there's that. Okay. Out of the way. But yeah, it, what my point is it. Backyard wrestling is an outdated term. We could do this anywhere in a ring, in a building, at a venue. Does it's it matter? You, no, it's, it's YouTube wrestling. We're telling the story okay. using wrestling. It doesn't matter if it's in a backyard. It doesn't matter if it's in a basement. It doesn't matter if it's in a building, in a ring. It doesn't matter where we do it. It's still wrestling. It's it's on YouTube, right? That's where we put it out. Yes. We don't sell DVDs. This is YouTube wrestling, man.
0: I agree with you. So uh, you, uh, you would say yeah. we are in the YouTube era?
1: That's what it is. Where, where else could we put this out at? Sure, we could have audiences come and we can make them pay $2 to come into our yard and watch. And, yeah, it's backyard wrestling. But if you want to reach an audience and you want to reach people across the world, you put it on YouTube. Right? right. You can't argue that fact. So that that's why I think um, I call it YouTube wrestling. Like, I'll be in group chats and people say, oh, we're going to have a great backyard wrestling show. or, Or we can't even call it a backyard wrestling show because we have indie guys on it. Okay, man, then just call it YouTube Wrestling. That's what it is.
0: That makes sense.
1: I don't know if you've ever heard that from anybody else or if I'm the one starting this whole trend, but it's really just YouTube Wrestling.
0: Maybe just not a lot of guys ever, like, said that phrase before, you know?
1: Well, let me be the first to tell everybody watching. It's called YouTube Wrestling, guys. Everybody that does it now. Hashtag
0: YouTube Wrestling.
1: Everybody that does it now, we do it on YouTube. MEBW and EVW are two great examples. We post on our social medias and we tell people to go to YouTube and watch our show premiere live on YouTube. We're not telling them to go anywhere else but YouTube. Sure, we do it in a yard. But since backyard wrestling is looked down upon by pros, let's just call it YouTube wrestling. I mean, that's a new term. They can't bury Mm -hmm. that. You
0: know? Right, like, that was a great statement you just stated right there. Thank you. I just hope YouTube Wrestling, hashtag YouTube Wrestling, you know, spreads around the world.
1: I hope, but do you agree with me?
0: Yes, I agree with you. Like, I'm sure a lot of people agree with
1: you as well. I mean, yeah, leave it in the comments below, guys. What do you guys think? I honestly, truly think backyard wrestling is an outdated term. It is. I don't know if I'm the first to say that, but I really do believe that.
0: Yeah, yeah I hope I hope it spreads on.
1: Yeah. Well, this could be the equivalent right. of me shutting down the WWF and making it the WWE. So Okay. If that makes any sense to you.
0: Yeah. It does a bit. Backyard All right, wrestling. Max, are you ready for yeah. a personal? Sure. Personal, personal question. question. All right. Why did you become a backyard wrestler?
1: that's a great question i don't even know the way that i started on youtube was funny i mean i just had a friend he said do you want to wrestle in in the yard like just it was a summer day and we would record it and then he put it on youtube and that's just how it started i didn't ever set out to be a famous uh backyard wrestler but i, I obviously did okay. have influence from kbw and i definitely <clears throat> saw how successful they were and i Definitely want it to be like cage. So if anything you can you can say it's because of KBW.
0: Right. And when you first started, like in your early days, like what was going on through your mind? Like like did you start liking it or or what?
1: Oh, I always liked it. It's just a matter of doing it properly. Like back then we weren't taking right. actual bumps. So it looked like crap and it was crap. I mean, we. Worked. I mean, that's how
0: everybody was.
1: Yeah, yeah. So,
0: it is what it is. All right, here comes a, right here comes a follow up question. What if you never become a wrestler?
1: Then I would have a boring ass life. If I wasn't don't a backyard, yeah. If I wasn't a backyard wrestler, I don't know what I would be doing. I guess I would trying to be. I would be trying to make movies, which I I am doing still. So it's the best of I don't both know if I'm worlds. Supposed
0: to say this. Right, I'm not supposed to say this, but what if I was telling you that ACW Productions is is starting to make a movie, like a Backyard Wrestling
1: movie? Like what, like a documentary or like a Death or Silence horror movie type action thing? No, 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 like,
0: it wouldn't be horror or anything. Like, I would say like a bit of Rocky, but like with Backyard Wrestling, let's say that.
1: That's interesting, I'd like to see it.
0: Right. Maybe after after this interview, I'll show you the the plot and you tell me what you think of it.
1: Just know that you have to take your time and you have to get the right soundtrack. Because if you don't have the right soundtrack, the movie tone won't be there. I learned that by making my right. movies.
0: Okay. Because the soundtrack make has to make sense, especially in Beatle games, you know?
1: Definitely. And um, write out a script. Definitely write out a script. Mm-hmm.
0: How was the the Death Wish Silence? How did that all started?
1: So, let's see. Uh, I started becoming a horror fan when I, in my teenage years, I guess you could say. So, I didn't like horror movies when I was little. But then I started watching okay. Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, and stuff like right. that. When I got older, like 16... So I really liked the genre and then Matt Hardy released uh, the final deletion. Are you familiar with that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And that was revolutionary because people were saying it's like a movie, but it's using wrestling. So I was like, okay, well, damn, I have a creepy character with the Reaper and the silenced one. If you're familiar with that. So yeah. why can't I do it? And I live right right in front of a big neck of woods so why can't we do it so then i was like we're gonna do it so if if you ever go back and watch death or silence chapter one it was definitely more like the final deletion as where uh there was no dialogue or no character development it was more like Mm -hmm. it was more like wrestling like a match Mm -hmm. as opposed to what it's become now like chapter three have you seen chapter Mm -hmm. three yeah, to where I there's, was pretty shocked at the end, but yeah, yeah, dude, that uh, you haven't seen the half of it. Okay, there's gonna be more, just like that, but better. Okay, but um, yeah, we it definitely transformed to have dialogue and to become an actual movie. So, nice. Yeah, so it came from being inspired by Matt Hardy's final deletion. To answer your question.
0: Um, I really like your Death or Silent series. It's pretty good. I just can't wait for what you said. You're still working on it.
1: Oh, thank you, man. Thank you, man. Um I mean this isn't a secret. I'll just go right out and say it. I'm writing right. I'm writing more scripts like right now. I have mm-hmm. one I have one completed script and I'm working on a follow up to that movie. So there's two movies in the works right now. Okay. Nice. So it's going to be it's funny because Death or Silence right now, as it is, is three chapters, right? Chapter one, chapter two, and chapter three. But with chapter three, it's unique as to where it's not parts, right? Like you saw chapters one and two, right? Yes. You know how they're released in like three different parts? Yeah. Well, chapter three was different as where we put all those three parts together and made one complete film. Mm Mm-hmm. So the way that I've been thinking about it these past months as I've been writing to follow up that story, I've been thinking chapter three is the, is the uniting piece. It is – it unites chapters one and two with the two that are going to follow it. So right now okay. we have a trilogy, a trilogy that that is just finding its, its footwork. You can watch chapters okay. one and two and it makes sense, but the story wasn't told as perfectly as it could. So we're using chapters one and two as Canon, but we're, re- mm-hmm. we're retelling it in the next two movies that are going to come out. If that makes any sense to you.
0: Like, I want to say remaking it reboot, but like, you're just going to like make reference to it.
1: Right, right, right. Exactly. It's definitely not remaking it. We're, we've, We've created this universe, wouldn't you say, with the death or silence?
0: Yeah, you could say that.
1: Right. It's like it's own universe where it's got a really dark and gritty feel to it. and And I think it's a great universe. And we definitely don't want to start over, especially chapter three, which mm-hmm. was such a hit with the fans. It was. So with that cliffhanger ending, what better way than to follow it up with two more movies?
0: That would be actually pretty
1: good. It's going to be great. I have the final finalized script. Um, I I won't release the title yet. Maybe if we do another one of these podcasts, I will. But I... Yeah, I can't
0: wait to see that happening.
1: Yeah, just expect a release date in September, October.
0: All right, we will do. And... Um, it felt like you guys had fun
1: shooting it, filming the movie uh, or the series. It was fun, but it was really, really stressful. Okay. Like some of those scenes in the woods, we were out in those woods till one a.m. And our parents would be texting us, yeah, like, where, where, where were you? Where were you? Blah blah. Like, we're just filming. <laughs> we're just filming the movie. Like, but you were out in the woods till one a.m. That's not safe. But hey, we did it, and uh, we enjoyed it but it was also uh, a learning nice. experience for chapter 3 because we were we started filming that movie without a finalized script okay so that plot twist at the end you know which one i'm referring to right was improv it was improv uh-huh uh it was it was somewhat planned but that's yeah it, it i guess you could say improv yeah okay But it definitely pays off because, as you can see now in EBW, if you watch, Reaper is still the leader, and now there's a little bit of dysfunction in the silenced era. Okay. So, yeah, that – this is, you know, EBW's long-term booking, man. This storyline now is going to take us all the way till October, December, January of next year, and it's going to be one complete story. So you better get on the bandwagon now. Because once the movie releases, it's going to be a big payoff.
0: It will indeed. Would you say that EBW and Death or Silent are in the same universe? Like it's not an ultra universe or anything I'm like that? I'm happy
1: you asked me this question, actually. Um, you know, the way I look at it is is EBW is in the same universe as the Death or Silence series right oh, okay yeah but right the death or silence series is in a distant parallel universe to ebw okay as me and colin don't refer to you know ebw anymore as mm-hmm. of chapter three in chapter two we referred to ebw but when chapter three came along it was it was the game changer And I wanted to start making legit movies, so I didn't want to reference wrestling. Mm -hmm. So if you watch EBW and you watch the movies, you get double the satisfaction because you know these characters. Maximus Roman, Colin Roman, The Executioner, Reaper, J. Creed, Logan Cross. So it's double the payoff and it pays off in EBW because EBW references Death or Silence. Instead, we call it the, the okay. death or silence incident. Have you ever heard of that?
0: I think so. Not 100% sure, but yeah. yeah heard something like well, that. Well,
1: we refer to it as if it was a real, a real thing that happened. Like my brother was actually kidnapped in real life. So we call it the death or silence mm-hmm. incident. But okay. if you are a, a rando and you just decide to click on death or silence chapter three, you can... Hopefully you can watch that from start to finish, understand who the characters are, what their motives are without watching EBW. Okay. So you can watch EBW and watch Death of Silence and you can watch that as like parallel like a parallel universe. Or you can not be a wrestling fan and you can watch Death or Silence and just enjoy that primarily. Right. So it's it's uh it's really cool how that works, wouldn't you say? You can watch it from one. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. You can watch it from one point of view as uh, you're just a regular movie fan of horror, or you can watch it from a wrestling fan and a horror fan, and you get double the satisfaction because you've been following these characters, and you know this movie is going to play off right. pay off in EBW as well. Uh huh.
0: Well, that's actually pretty cool though. Like, because I kind of had an idea, and I was telling some of the ACW guys, but like. We kind of want to do something similar to yours, but like, it's not like going to be like horror or anything like that. It's just going to be like, like the rivalry continues. Like, it's not just going to be for like in the yard, you know?
1: No, I, like, I, I kind of uh, get what you're it's saying.
0: It's kind of hard to. Okay, it's like the characters. Oh crap! Like in real life, if that makes sense. No,
1: dude, I get, I get what you're saying. That that sounds really cool. Okay, good. That sounds cool. All right. Like following like, them. It's going to be outside yes. of wrestling why they hate each other outside of wrestling mm-hmm.
0: then there was one part what's oh crap it's kind of similar to the walking dead but like it's not about the walking dead it's just about like
1: because you've seen the walking dead right oh i know you're a big fan of the walking dead
0: oh of course yeah and i kind of got an idea from it but it actually didn't work out i was planning it but like you know we just have to continue it, you know,
1: don't put yourself in a situation that you can't pay off. Like don't start a walking dead series Mm -hmm. and have a couple cool zombies. Uh But then once you get five episodes in and you can't keep up with the production quality of like the makeup for the zombies and stuff. No, like it's, it's not going to have zombies at all. Well, same, same thing. No, I hear you. I hear you. Like, don't start what you can't pay off because you can start um, like, I found this out with the death of silence. Like, We started off with Colin getting all bloody, right? And then by the end of the movie, he's like totally unscathed. Like, because it took over two months to film the movie. So it's hard to get him exactly right without professional makeup people. Right. So.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Just don't worry. Like, I'll find a way to make it up. Just leave that to me.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. And
0: how's, how does your podcast, how is that going?
1: Um, Ranting with Roman. I have, two, I have two already made. One that's been released as of now. I did the one with Matt Thunder that was released yesterday. Exactly one year to the day of our Great War match. And I nice. did one with Jay Creed. Talking about when he found out about EVW in real life. When he decided he wanted to join. And how his run has been.
0: Nice. Yeah, and I got both a- if you guys haven't checked out his if you guys haven't checked out his podcast, the link would be down in the description. So oh, I
1: appreciate that man. There you I go, Max. Appreciate you got a new Thank you.
0: As you were saying.
1: Yeah, I'm really trying to grow that channel because I'm gonna start putting like reviews for wrestling shows on there. I have a bunch of uh-huh. podcasts lined up with the likes of Dak Ryan, Tommy Gunn, Jack Delta. Um I'm actually working to get Chris. forgetting about me. Yeah, well, you're going to be on there, but you already knew that. I'm trying to give you an inside scoop.
0: No, no, no. I hear. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just having. Yeah, fun. I
1: get you. I'm going to try and get Chris Storm on there.
0: Funny that you mentioned that. Um, somebody told, recommended me to have him on the show, and I would
1: love to have Chris Storm. Um, he's he's going to be hard to uh, probably talk to. Communicate. He's going to be if okay. you don't already know him. So, yeah. Yeah. I I, I, hear I you, have man. his number, so <laughs> I would appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I can yeah. I can hook you up. Maybe. I just hope
0: he doesn't hear this. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> all right, Max. What is one thing you could change about backyard wrestling? Um, oh, I think you already stated that, right? Because of the YouTube wrestling.
1: Yeah, but I can. Uh, I guess I can elaborate. Yeah, I, all right. I will elaborate. Let's see what you got. I will elaborate. So. Being on YouTube for six years doing backyard wrestling, I have met a lot of people. Right? Mm-hmm. So I have met some good people, M E B W. You. But I've met some assholes. Assholes Damn. Um that I'm not gonna mention because bad publicity is still publicity, and I do believe in that. So okay. I'm not gonna say their names um zach definitely knows what i'm talking about but these group of people they need to they need to be more kind and more respectable because backyard wrestling doesn't belong to anybody it belongs to everybody
0: right wrestling is for everyone like no one owns it
1: and since i deemed backyard wrestling an outdated term i'm gonna keep i'm gonna start saying youtube wrestling from here on out youtube wrestling right is for everybody And if you want to have your own show and call it whatever, it's fine. If you want to try and book other guys from other feds, do it. Just do it in a respectable manner. Don't be an asshole. Mm -hmm. Don't be an asshole. Don't think you're better than anybody else because that will only bite you in the ass later. So then people like me can get on a podcast and talk down on you. Right. Just be friendly, be kind. Don't be an asshole and don't think you're the shit. Because no matter how many five-star matches you've had, it doesn't matter because the person you are outside of wrestling is the person you have to live with in the mirror.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. Uh,
1: also, um, try, how do I put this? Try to use your resources wisely. I'm talking to you, Derek, right now. And you, all right, go ahead. And you, you reached out to me on Instagram. That's a good idea. Okay. That is a great idea. So other people like Derek that want to get out there, I know I was I was where you were. I know exactly how it is to try and get a bigger audience. Try and use social media. Okay. I have Twitter now. I have Instagram now because using these social medias, you can grow your platform. And not only that, but to grow your audience, you're going to have to upload constantly. So weekly uploading. Get on a schedule. And stick with that schedule. Right. So, yeah, that's my words of wisdom.
0: Those were some good words of wisdom. Thank you. Because, like, I, I hear you. Like, there's a lot of people that think they're this and that. But, like, are they actually? Because, like, have you actually seen their work? Like, like there's one wrestler. I'm not going to say his name or anything. But I think people already know him. Like, they tried to call out Matt Thunder. I don't. He was saying that he's he's the best in the yard and all that. He even copied his nickname on Instagram one time.
1: I don't like people like that.
0: Right, cuz like it's not good to like copy someone else's work. Like it's better if you get your own work, work your ass off so it could pay off.
1: Inspiration is one thing, copying is another. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Who would you say was the best wrestler you ever worked with?
1: Matt Thunder. Hands down.
0: Right. Because I don't think, like, there's anyone that could top that. Matt Thunder, James Fury. Those are good wrestlers. I would
1: say one of my wrestlers, but I trained them from the ground up. So, I know what they were like before they were good. So, it would be kind of counterintuitive to say that it was one of my guys, right? Okay. So, like, if that makes any sense. Like, I knew what they were like when they first started. So it's not like I can I uh-huh. can say like oh well if we're talking about Reaper nowadays he's the best. But yeah. Mhm. But Reaper's pretty good. I'm not going to take that away from him. I hear you. Yeah. But uh it took a while to get there.
0: Okay. As it If you could join any other federation in backyard wrestling, who would it be and why?
1: I <laughs> I feel like I'm selling a broken record. Um MEBW just because they're so similar to EBW and I have a relationship with them. Right. But if I want to step outside my comfort zone and I want to try and change backyard wrestling I would want to go on to VTW if they were still around. KBW if they were still around. NUW which I've just now started contacting with. Okay. Just because I want them to get in the feel of YouTube wrestling. Stop trying to act like you are a promoter and you're and you're going to book all these great matches, it's, it's YouTube wrestling. You are catering to the audience, so get a real professional camera, get a cameraman, get a commentator solely, and just do your thing, man. Just do what you love to do, but just mm-hmm. gear it towards the right audience. If you want to get bigger, reach out to the YouTube audience because that's an endless audience that is, will keep growing exponentially unless for some reason Google shuts down YouTube.
0: Right. And therefore, like, I don't think YouTube will ever, like, stop until Google, of course. But Exactly. Right. So if
1: YouTube never stops, backyard wrestling never has to stop. But exactly. the only way that it stops is if assholes, like I just talked about, ruin it and take it away from the people that love it, like me and you. Right. So...
0: Because, like, I don't see backyard wrestling, like, sure, it's a sport, but I see it as a passion.
1: Right. And I think you uh, got to get your priorities straight. Have a schedule to upload. Mm-hmm. Have consistent characters. Don't make it a joke because if you make it a joke and you don't take it seriously, then nobody will take it seriously. If you don't take what you're doing seriously, right. then why would anybody else? Exactly. So yeah, don't don't ruin it for everybody else.
0: Mm-hmm. Would you say you and Thunder shared great
1: chemistry in, in the yards? Yeah, for whatever reason, we did. I don't know what it was, but we did. When when me and him locked up, I felt something good. And then when me and Chris Storm locked up, I felt something bad.
0: Like nah, I s- thought I was gonna 'cause you what were you saying? Oh you go, my bad.
1: You I go. was when I first fought Chris Storm, I expected an experience like I did with Matt Thunder where I I would get in there and I would know what he was doing before he would do it. But then I got in there and okay. this guy's fucking loose cannon and he's fucking kneeing me for real and and the way he locks up. I, I don't want to diss him but I, it could go for anybody. No. It's just me and Matt Thunder best chemistry. Nice. Yeah. I don't want to bury anybody.
0: I'm sure like there's all... okay because I know like there's other wrestlers that kind of have the you and and Thunder similarities like There's some other federations. I don't know if you heard about CMW from Australia. Like those guys like share great, great chemistry in the, in the yards. And that's a great
1: thing that you can't replicate. Right. Uh, I believe you can grow chemistry though. Uh Uh-huh. Like I think me and Reaper didn't have chemistry when we first started. But then, after okay. six years of fighting each other constantly we we just i grow to know what he's going to do before he does it
0: exactly, like you can make it smooth and all
1: exactly, and smoothness is the best i think I think other backyard wrestlers need to start focusing on smoothness rather than extremeness, if that makes sense to you
0: yeah, because like a lot of people try to be extreme because of the views and all that, but it's actually the the con like i said like. Quality over quantity. Yeah,
1: quality over, qua- yeah, quality over quantity. Exactly.
0: Don't, exactly. Don't
1: hit somebody over the head with a cheese grater. For real. Mm-hmm. It's only going to make you look like an asshole. Sure, you can use it as clickbait. And sure, you might get views. But then what are you going to do after that when people tune in next week? Right? Hit a guy with another cheese grater? How are you going to top exactly. it? Like... You're going to reach a point to where you have to keep topping yourself and topping yourself for the views. Like... It took two years for me to do a rematch with Executioner for Bloodthirsty. Like, that was regarded as a really extreme, bloody match. And Mm -hmm. it took us two years to do it again. And in the rematch, we didn't even want to do as much blood as was in the original. Because A, YouTube would shut us down. And B, because we don't need the blood and the brutality to do a great match. Uh, I don't know if you know, the, the right. chosen one, but he gave it five stars. I mean, he, he rates a lot of matches and he gave it five stars. And I'm sure a lot of people agree with him and there was rarely any blood. Right. Cause
0: in my opinion, like you don't need like chairs or like blood to like, to have a great match. All you need is like wrestling. You exactly. Know? Sure. You might use it, but like, that you you could it only helps a bit to to tell the story, the truth. Telling the story is between you guys. Right,
1: weapons are used to tell to could be used as a as a tool to tell your story. Greater, like let me let me
0: right. Like that's that's the what I was
1: looking exactly, for. Exactly, a tool. It's a tool. tool and it's a resource. Now let me give. I'll write a story right here, right now on the spot. Ready? There's two guys. These two guys are best friends. Then the one guy got jealous of the other guy because he was he was more successful and he was on everybody's podcast instead of the other guy. So then this guy, okay. this guy hits him in the head with a uh, with a barbed wire chair, right, and busts him open and he's bleeding All everywhere. Right. And the guy shows the camera this guy bleeding and he says, "We were friends, but you took advantage of me and you're more successful than me. But really, I'm the one that got you famous." Boom. Then next week you don't need blood because you already have that visual. So, this story is intense because the guy was so angry and so frustrated that he used a barbed wire chair to hit this other guy and assault Mm -hmm. this other guy. So, that puts the story on another level, but it only took one barbed wire chair shot. You understand?
0: Yeah, like to start the feud. Exactly, to
1: kick it off. Now, obviously, since you used a barbed wire chair, the match that you do to pay off this story will probably have to be an extreme rules match. But that match can come mm-hmm. two matches down the road. You can start off with a regular match. Then the guy cheats by doing a low blow at the end of that. Then you can go to another match. And this match is, uh, I don't know, um, uh, no no, uh, uh, false count. The whole bar no, no, no. match. we're not getting there yet. It would be like, a, oh, uh, like okay, a, special, okay. a special guest referee where the one friend is the ref and this guy has mm-hmm. beef with another guy. And then the ref costs him that right. match. Then for the third match of the storyline, you're like, hey, you busted me open months ago with a barbed wire chair. You low-blowed me in in our first match. Then you cost me a match by being the special guest referee. I want a death match with you. And there, it makes sense to do it. Because the storyline calls for that type of match. You don't just go out there and do a death match because you want... I don't understand why people just do death matches. I just don't.
0: Like, you have to build you it up. You have
1: to build it up. You can't just say, okay, tonight on Friday Night Fury, we're going to have a death match just because we fucking feel like it. Exactly.
0: Like, it has to make sense. You can't just have it for no
1: reason. Yeah, we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. And how about that? I just wrote that story right there on the spot.
0: Right. Trademark. Trademark. How about that? Right. Because, like, I feel you and I, like, would be good bookers. For sure. Right. Yeah, that that was a good story. Like, that is the correct way of telling the
1: story in wrestling. Right, you got to tell it in a sequential order. You can't start off a story with a no holds barred match and end with a, a singles match. It mm-hmm. would make no sense. You can start off with the you can start right. off with the barbed wire chair shot, foreshadowing two months in the future mm-hmm. to where you have a death match. You know, that's great storytelling. Right, it's foreshadowing. You give the fans a taste and you have them hooked. That's your hooker. Not, not, a, not a prostitute, mm. but a grabber. No, like a hook. <laughs> I know, I'm right. just joking. And then you, yeah, you have them so. invested in your story and then, oh shit, two months later, you can use the clip of the barbed wire chair shot and the guy that got hit with the chair is like, you took blood from me, now I want blood from you. Death match. And then maybe the guy who got hit with the barbed wire chair can enter with a barbed wire chair. Right. It's just great storytelling and people need to learn that on YouTube. I hope I hope people actually listen to this podcast and take that from this.
0: I'm sure they will because one like Beyond the Yard is spreading and it's getting really big. I hope your your podcast goes as well. And plus Maximus Roman is in Beyond the Yard. So I'm sure they will hear this.
1: Yeah, I mean, man I don't know if you're down for this, but if you want this to reach more viewers, I, I'll be down to post this as well. Yeah, yeah. That would be pretty fucking badass. Not to steal your spotlight, River, but I feel like th- we're having such a great talk about YouTube wrestling that right. I'm down to put this out there also so that we can get the most amount of viewers.
0: Exactly, and like, help both of our podcasts
1: grow. Yeah.
0: Because like, We want YouTube wrestling to like spread and continue our legacy. Exactly.
1: I don't want it to die off when I leave or when you leave or when Matt Thunder leaves. Because we want to
0: leave like something to like the new YouTube wrestlers. Tell, tell, like, for example, because I want to get kids, have kids when I'm older. I want to tell my kids that we were the YouTube wrestlers. Yeah, that'd be cool. Right.
1: But hey, guys like Kenny Omega and Seth Rollins started on backyard wrestling except they didn't have the they didn't have the platform of youtube they just video they video cammed it and vhs made it like a on a tape and that's how they watch it but no ours is on the internet and it can remain on the internet for 10 years down the line like kbw videos from 2010 are still up so what we're doing will have a lasting impact
0: right cuz youtube wrestling will always be strong especially with the community
1: still being alive exactly and you could be like an old band like like tool for example they they didn't release music for like 10 years and then they just released their um their fear inoculated album and now that was that's mm-hmm. their top rated song but yet they're a band from the 90s and yet they had their best song in 2019 like that's awesome My point being your channel could not be successful now. And then you stop, you stop Uh in two years. And, but then 10 years down the road, people find your videos and they're like, wow, look at this stuff from back then. This is great. And then, then you get popular because,
0: cause that's how it works. Yeah. Your stuff stuff
1: remains on YouTube. Nobody's going to delete it Mm -hmm. unless YouTube hates you. Like they hate EBW, Mm -hmm. but that's a different story for a different time.
0: They're probably jealous or something. Yeah,
1: or I, yeah. Because, like, I
0: wish, I just wish I could have seen the old EBW, like, because, like, like you said, like, there was, like, some good
1: content, you said. Oh, yeah, and it's funny because it's so bad. Yeah. Yeah, but like, it, it, it could be used as a, a learning tool. Like, I've been talking about how much I mm-hmm. learned about bumping, about how much I learned about storytelling. You could go back and watch right. EBW from and and. 15 and you can watch how we book stories then as opposed to now but no youtube ruined that and and plus
0: that was like your childhood you know you could see your childhood yeah. again if it was still up
1: yeah but hey man we're growing see like the memories hey, we're growing, a, we're growing right. a big library right now so i mean by the time by the time i get off of youtube we'll have a big library just like how we did before it was deleted and i can look back on my childhood right. that way we are involving If that's
0: the proper way of saying it Right. What would you say was the your best? I think we already talked about it because I was going to say what was the best match you ever had. Would you say Matt Thunder versus Maximus Roman?
1: <sighs> yeah, it has to be because that's the only match I actually cried after. Right. Legitimately, if you go back and watch, I was like I had tears of joy at the end when they lifted us up on our uh-huh. on their shoulders and and they were saying all that stuff about our match. Like that was the only time I ever had a. Uh, and experienced that kind of emotion from a wrestling match.
0: Right. Because, sure, it's wrestling, but, like, you and Matt, like, had a moment, especially
1: yeah. in the yards. I'm sure everybody had. Yeah, and I'm happy, I'm happy the fans voted that match the match of the year 2019.
0: And that match deserved to be match of the year.
1: Thank you. I hope
0: right. I-, I remember watching it, I was I was like on my feet the entire time. I was like, holy shit. That's exactly
1: what I love to hear. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Like, I know, like, I'm not trying to be a kiss hazard or anything, but like,
1: I'm just like a huge fan of your work. Thank you. I love to hear that kind of stuff because I I especially like talking to you actually and not just over the YouTube comments where the response would just Mm -hmm. be thank you, appreciate it a lot. Like, having an actual conversation is just good to have.
0: Right? Because like, Sure, in the yards, I'm gonna be like a dick, but like out of the yard, like I'm, I'm like a huge fan and all that, especially to the wrestling, because like I'm just glad I'm part of this community.
1: Well, yeah, thank you, and I'm, I'm trying to, trying to make a community, if anything, because I feel like this right. community is so spread, and and mm-hmm. it's in so many different parts that it's, that it's, it's, I don't know, it's just weird. For the longest time, I wanted to break into the community because. I felt like EBW was on the outside, but right. like, and like don't... they okay. think that the community is VTW and best in the yard, and wherever Victor Van Pelt is with those guys like Cage and Cameron Jackson and Big Time Mike, but I, I couldn't even find a way to get into that community, and I don't even, to be honest, I don't even understand how they how they are the community because they don't even have a platform like MEBW or EBW where where we get at least two thousand views every single week we we have we have constant viewership as opposed to their 100 views in three months i just Mm -hmm. don't understand i i don't know man the community where i'm trying to grow the community and make it
0: Mm -hmm. so
1: everybody is getting these views and not not just a monopoly of mebw if that makes any sense to you
0: exactly because like a lot of people say that mebw and ebw are like the top backyard federation don't get me wrong like you guys are good but like there's also other like federations that are trying their best right.
1: don't get me wrong but i think we are and i think we can be a precedent to people to get on our bandwagon no not to get on our bandwagon that's a bad way of putting it get on get on the okay. grind like we are we do you realize how much work we put into it we, we film almost three times a week so that we can have content for the next three weeks if that makes if you understand what i'm saying
0: Yes, yes, I understand. Yeah, so you can't... Because you want to keep them alive.
1: So I'm not... I I don't want to sound like an asshole because I'm trying not to, but you can't post one time a month and then question EBW and say, why are we not as famous as EBW? Why are we not as famous as MEBW? My wrestling is just as good. It may be, and I will gladly watch, but don't criticize us for your wrestling once every other month. We wrestle every week. Do you imagine what that does to your body? Right. So, if anything, use us as an example. Grind like us. Do what we do, but do it your own way. Get famous for your way. EBW's right. uh, Friday Night Fury's, uh theme song is "Is uh, My Way" by uh, Limp Bizkit, and that's
0: right from WrestleMania Seventeen. That's beautiful uh-huh.
1: because we did it our own way. We do Friday Night Fury. Exactly. Nobody else does Friday Night Fury. We post every Friday night. We we have these EBW shows that nobody else can do but us. So you do it your way. I'll do it my way. My way or the fucking highway.
0: Exactly. It's just like, I kind of understand like, not a lot of people could like post like every single week. Like sure, they could like post like once or twice a week or something like that. Like they would try the best. Like it could depend on their thing, but like, You can't just be uploading like once a month, just like you said earlier, and like say,
1: Well, how come we're not the best? I understand what you're saying, but a lot of people can't do weekly. I totally respect that. And I totally understand that because I was once at the point where we could not all get on the same page and post weekly. But hey, if you can't, then here's what I recommend get your guys together and post and and film three weeks worth of content in the one sitting. I never thought about this until recently back in 2015, I would have never thought about doing this. We used to film, we used Mm -hmm. to film on Fridays and post on Fridays. Terrible idea. You can film it, film three weeks of stuff and then you have three weeks of stuff and then in three weeks when you can meet again, film again because then you have consistent stuff for the next three weeks after that and boom, you have six weeks of stuff right there. Exactly.
0: And like, you don't have to like edit like all night just trying to upload on Friday. Like, like you can't be like, oh my god, I have to like upload it. And like if there's a time limit and like you know you might not have upload in time, it kind of ruins the process because like there might be like some detail you miss, you know, like a nameplate or something.
1: Exactly. It's again, it's YouTube wrestling, dude. There's no excuses. Oh, there's my bad. no excuses. You can literally post a video, hit the scheduled button, and you can schedule it for any day you want at any time you want. Right? There's no excuses. right, uh-huh, so
0: all right matt oh sorry matt max what what would you say was your favorite spot in any match you ever had? my favorite
1: spot yeah, hmm that's a good...
0: like any spot you have taken.
1: that's a good that's a good question um, I keep going back to the flip off the fence that I just did uh, mm-hmm. at, Bloodth- at Bloodthirsty. Right. Um, I don't know, because I just always envisioned doing a flip off of a fence onto a table like that.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And uh, the way it looks in slow motion looks awesome. And the way I edit it in the highlights with the bass drops in the song sounds awesome. So I can't get that out of my okay. head, I guess because it's so recent. But yeah, I mm-hmm. don't know. I'm drawing a blank. So that's the only thing I can think of right now.
0: Would you say that was like one of the extreme moments you ever did? In the yards?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a psychopath, and I feel like I could do a lot more than that. Like, I feel like that flip, yeah. I, I wasn't in enough pain to mm-hmm. for it to resonate with me. Like, I feel like I could take that bump in every single match. Oh, Which okay. It, <laughs> I guess it could be, sound crazy because not many mm-hmm. guys want to do a flip off of a fence Like, and, and literally I didn't just like jump off of and, and, um, you know, I actually jumped in the air, I jumped in the air, then did it. But I guess cause, uh, I don't know. I feel like I could do more. Like I'm always pushing myself to be better. So I feel like the spot that really defines me has yet to happen.
0: Right. Like it's good to try new things if you haven't done it. Like I just
1: tried a four fifty. Well, I did a four fifty in MEBW, but that was using a trampoline. Let me tell you, using a trampoline and using uh, what I used, what yeah, is very different. So, right, yeah, it's a different way of telling the story. Taking the four fifty on the ground as opposed to taking it on trampoline is way different.
0: Of course. Did you guys start it in the yards, or, like, how did that go? Like, did you guys not think of using a trampoline? Well,
1: we just never had a trampoline, so... Mm. Plus, after wrestling on a trampoline, I don't ever want to wrestle on a trampoline. It just doesn't feel right? It's totally ass-backwards. To me, at least. (laughs) I'm not saying that other guys can't wrestle on a trampoline. It's just, for me, the things that I do, like... I wrestle... I, I... I've been watching wrestling, right? I already told you this for a decade plus. So I watch the way the wrestlers do it. And if you ever watch Randy Orton or The Rock or any wrestler, you can tell that they they stomp when they kick or they stomp when they punch, right? Exactly. So naturally, Maximus Roman stomps when he kicks and Maximus Roman stomps when he punches. So when Maximus Roman tries Uh to stomp on the trampoline when he does a punch, he winds (laughs) up in the air. It just looks fucking terrible. he winds up <laughs> in the air, and okay. then he winds up accidentally jumping on his opponent, and it looks like garbage. So, for me, wrestling on right. the trampoline doesn't work because I'm I, I'm conditioned to wrestle in a ring, even though I've never stepped. I mean, mm-hmm. I have stepped foot in a ring, but I've never done a match in a ring. So, just wait for mm-hmm. the day when Maximus Roman has a match in the ring because that'll be a day to <laughs> behold. Excuse me. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: I mean, like with our ring, like funny story we actually have mattresses under it so one like it could be like i would say study sturdy as a ring so like there want to be like doesn't no, you can't bounce at all like it's hard and sure it might have a bit like cushioning but like i would say it's like uh the the, the best homemade version of a backyard wrestling ring or something no, like that because like some people like they have like, done some things to the trampoline. Have like, you ever seen like, some have put in wood under it? With tires or something yeah. like that? So, I mean, we, we try our best to make our homemade ring.
1: Yeah, and props too. All right.
0: Alright, Max. This is um a, a hypothetical match. A hypothetical question.
1: Alright, I'm following.
0: Would you ever love to have Maximus Roman Versus Derek Destroyer.
1: Anybody in willing, the future, if I'm it's willing possible. to fight anybody, dude. If you're willing to come, I'm willing to kick your ass.
0: We'll see about that. Sure, I might get my ass kicked, but I'm gonna take something. Yeah, minions. you'll take the beating and then you'll feel
1: it in the next day, and then you'll be like, Why did I ever want to fight Maximus Roman? <laughs> 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 no, nah, uh, but uh, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. Right. It would be a good match
0: because like like we're both like huge wrestling fans and like I'm sure the fans would love to. See yeah, that match. that's
1: what Matt Thunder said, and then I chopped him. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Like I'm willing to get my like I'm willing to take my body to hell. Like sure I might have a bad childhood. Like I might have taken a lot of spanking and all that. But like now my dumb ass, if I could survive like going through dumb tax and all that, I'm sure I could survive yeah. you. If I could survive Jake Frost and Luke Luke Hayes, I'm Shrekuswag. Shrek uh, like yeah, you. but
1: keep this in mind: nobody's like Maximus Roman. Nobody will ever be like Maximus Roman. Exactly. There's only um, one. I come in a small package, but in the small package are fireworks, and these fireworks go off, and they're dangerous.
0: Right. Just like my ex. That's a good <laughs> joke. Yeah. Right. I just don't want to mention her because I don't want to. How do you say? It? I don't want her boyfriend to have problems with me. Oh, again. Max Factor. For you. Right, that would be actually pretty funny. to See that table. Right, but you know what? Actually, be pretty cool. What if if this could actually happen? If they made a documentary of YouTube wrestling?
1: Um, yeah, because they have a documentary of backyard wrestling. So a, ba- a documentary of YouTube wrestling should be a thing. Because right, because like, let me tell you, I have some stories about how uploading has failed on me. About how I had to change mm-hmm. dates for our shows to go live on YouTube because of certain guys not being able to show up because of, especially with this whole quarantine stuff, I've got some stories to tell about how shows have been changed and booked differently. YouTube wrestling is different than backyard wrestling, whether you like it or not. I want somebody to to try and debate me with this because I'm a great debater. You can't tell me otherwise. I would love to see that happen. Get somebody. Get somebody and get me on this podcast again. I'll shut them down. Because...
0: Right, maybe that's that's a good idea for next episode. You find yeah. me a guy, and, maybe and, I could and I'll book shut him it. down. But, we'll do. yeah,
1: but um, a documentary on YouTube wrestling would be amazing because I would love to hear other stories about how other guys have had troubles with YouTube themselves. Like, EBW would be great to have on there because our whole entire catalog of videos has been deleted, we've started from scratch. Mm-hmm. It, it would just be a different take of a documentary than just. Oh, this guy was crazy because he did a swan ton off of a of a house. You know, it would be okay. more of uh, right um, the inner workings of how we upload the videos, how we edit the videos, how different feds have different ways of editing. You know, mm-hmm. it would be really cool,
0: right? Like, I feel like ACW our channel would will fit in right because, like, I, when we started, like, we weren't good, okay, like, but we just did it for fun and all. But there was one point where, like, I don't know what happened. Like, we just forgot our password of our channel. And we're just planning yes, to give up yes, and not do yes, it again.
1: I can, I can relate. I can relate. And, like, there
0: was once, like, I don't know what happened. Like, I was really depressed because, like, wrestling, like, I met with these people. I had fun time spending time with them and all that. But when we founded the, the password again, like, it brought our childhood, our friendship back together. And we continue it and look how
1: it is right now dude uh, get somebody it, whether it's yourself or whether it's me but there should be a documentary mm-hmm. made that it would be really awesome to look back at this right. is like a special time in uh, youtube wrestling
0: right this would be like a great thing to happen especially in youtube well wrestling. hey if anybody's listening if anybody's listening,
1: happen. and you know how to make documentaries and you want interviews i'm down director the Destroyer's down I can get I can get Hell anybody yeah. else you want down. Let's do it.
0: Let's make it happen. Let's make YouTube wrestling happen. Yes. Just imagine if if let's say the documentary of YouTube Wrestling happens, right? Yeah. Just imagine watching it in 30 years in the future.
1: Th- that's what I would love to do. Just dude. think of the people. Right. Hey, I, I, yeah, because it, it is a great idea because it's like capturing a moment in history. Right.
0: Sure, we might not be like the professionals, but like we are like some of the wrestlers, you know, like we are wrestlers. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to say, Max, before we end the show?
1: yeah so people who uh, I don't really do things like this this is kind of new for me to talk like out of character and everything but because I'm a strong believer in cafe. Okay. but uh if there's anything to know about me um, I'm not truly the asshole that I portray on EVW like I'm sure I'm full of myself and I'm sure that came across in this podcast but I'm a cool guy to talk to so uh, you can leave your comments I'll answer them on this video um, hopefully I can post this on the Maximus Roman channel also I'll answer there I'll answer on uh, right. Derek's channel um, yeah, so and don't forget to check out his podcast.
0: I mean, like, sure, he might be new, but like, I'm sure he's gonna have like great episodes on it.
1: Yeah, I, I have a lot of guys that want to do it, and they all have tremendous stories, right? Though.
0: You know what, Max? I thought when you were gonna be on the show, I thought we were gonna have some beef, But no, you are really ch- like the coolest person I ever interviewed with. No offense, Matt Thunder, but you are actually a pretty cool dude. No, I,
1: I I'm, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm, I'm weird. I'm, con- I'm confrontational, okay. right? But I'm, okay. I'm the, I'm the definition of a Gemini. I'm two personalities in one. If, if the bell rings, then I'm gonna rip your face off. But if we're just sitting down and I'm just sitting on the couch talking it's cool we've been talking for an hour and a half and it's been a real cool talk man right like
0: i i'm sure like i could like i could relate with you because like i kind of have like uh a split personality like like i'm me outside of the yard but when i'm in the yards i'm Derek. that's why i both right. Derek, because like
1: well that that, that mm-hmm. reminds me but anyways one more thing before we go um okay as you can see, Derek just said it, I'm a cooler person on the, in real life. So don't go and uh, slander me saying that Maximus Roman is a spotlight hog and he likes to have EBW in the spotlight over anybody else. And don't think that I'm trying to monopolize YouTube wrestling because I want this to be a thing for everybody. I want this to be a shared community. Uh, as it's becoming, as this podcast is is a testament to uh, me and Derek are cool. There's no beef, just like he just said. He said it himself, right? Right.
0: Yeah, like, sure, we might be dicks in the yard, but, like, outside of it, like,
1: we are, like, like, good people. Right, so don't think that I am trying to make EBW front and center. I want this to be an equal effort because we're all on YouTube, and this is YouTube Wrestling slash Backyard Wrestling, whatever you want to call it. So let's let's do this together. Right. Just contact me on uh, social medias now that I got them, and uh, we can do a podcast. We can do a collab. I can surely find you a spot on EBW. Hey, Derek, I can find you a spot on EBW if you so pleased. Oh yes! Woo! See,
0: that's always been a dream because like when I when I first started watching M E B W like I was a huge fan. Like I was like I was I looked at my mirror one time and I was cutting promo. And I was like, oh, someday I could be on MEBW. And look at this. I'm having to talk with Maximus Roman. And he even offered me to MEBW. Yeah, I, I, my bad. I can't but offer yeah, you to MBW. I would love to make that happen. Right, like, oh, my God. You won't believe how fast my heart is beating. It's going, like, what, 100 miles per hour or I something can, like that? Yeah, I mean, damn, like, I appreciate it. Thank I know you. there's
1: a distance between us, but uh, this quarantine, we, this I can quarantine make that happen. is a... Uh, a show of what we can do with these video talks or these calls we can you can interview my guys and we can put it on friday night fury you can be you can be the renee young of ebw <laughs> or or jim ross or or <laughs> well, tony Schiavone. Um, tony Schiavone, that's a better right better than renee young
0: right i love jr he is like the voice yeah of well you
1: can uh yeah listening to you on this podcast, you, you can... You're good at questions, man. So, you got you got a spot. Right. You could say...
0: Yeah. I just want to say thank you. Like, I just can't wait to make that happen. Because my original plan... I'm sorry if I'm not supposed to say this, but... I was supposed to go to MEBW this summer, but, like... You know... You may never yeah, know. you
1: can come here. I don't give a shit. Um, But... Rather than traveling, we can do weekly stuff with uh, you interviewing guys.
0: Right. I would love to have that happen. Then probably in an episode of Friday Night, Friday Night Fury. What was it? Do you guys have? Yeah, Friday Night Fury. Um, Like, just you've seen that episode of SmackDown where like John Cena was talk- cutting a promo to Dean Ambrose, also known as John Moxley, where like John Cena goes like, you know what? I'm glad that Stone Cold Steve Austin called you out in his podcast. Jeez. You know, like it would be cool if you could make a reference to that. You yeah, know, we can
1: we can do a lot of things, dude. We'll we'll be uh, we'll be talking.
0: Right. Well, I guess that's it. It would be cool if on your Death or Silent, because you're still working on it. I right? am
1: writing. Yes.
0: Okay. It would be cool if you could make like I want to say a cameo, but like. Yeah, cameo reference to like other like federation, you know, like a small detail about it.
1: It it kind of uh, makes sense. That is that is worked into like, it, yes. But it's you you got to think about it this way, man. The death of silence is very subliminal messages. Like conspiracy theories theorists would love it because there is every single right. thing to look into. Everything has a double meaning. So when guy when when we say there's. There's other guys that would love to be a part of this, or there's other guys that think the same way that we do. There's other guys that have been harmed just like we do. Yes, that could be a part of the movie mm-hmm. as people in the movie have been harmed. But it also can be guys like backyard wrestlers mm-hmm. who are harmed on a weekly basis. Oh, okay. So that's that's the extent of it. Well, yeah, I just thought it was a cool idea. We, yeah, uh-huh. it's yeah. incorporated, but you just you just have to read into it. All right, this was cool. I would love
0: to shake your hand, but you know, unfortunately, one, we can't touch each other, giggity. But two, okay,
1: here you go. Here's a here's a virtual elbow, elbow, bub, or whatever the fuck they're calling
0: that. Well, I just want to say thank you, Maximus Roman. There was. I hope someday I could be in your podcast soon. And thank you, backyard wrestling community or the YouTube community, for listening to this podcast with Maximus Roman.
1: Thank All you right, thank, thank you, you so for much. listening this a to this good thing. The longest
0: episode we have ever had in Beyond the Yard, but I'm sure we might have longer episodes besides just this. But anyways, thank you Beyond the Yard folks.